Meet Paul and Mary Bland. You two live in the building. You must swing, right? Wrong. Good night. We're so lucky to have found each other. A typical American couple. I know. Good night, dear. Low on cash, married couple Paul and Mary American Bland dream. will do anything to fulfill their dreams of opening their own restaurant, sell Paul's prized wine collection, take out a bank loan, and kill a swinger or two. When they hire Raul to replace their locks, he unwittingly discovers their scheme and uses his skills to help them dispose of the bodies and woo Mary in the process. This is 1982's Eating Raul. Welcome to the AA Matinee. I'm Alyssa. I'm Amanda. And today we're talking about my pick, uh, 1982's Eating Raul, directed by Paul Bartel, um, written by Robert Blackburn and uh, Paul Bartel, who also directed the infamous Roger Corman flick, Death Race 2000, starring one, Mary Warnoff. I don't think she's in the starring role. I think she's just in it, very briefly. Um... Yeah, what'd you think of it? Well, first of all, I had no idea that the same people who played Mr. McGree and Principal Togar from Rock and Roll High School were in this movie. Yeah. And apparently they were in like 17 films together. They were a pretty, you know, well-known like film duo. Yeah. They, uh, so I watched, after I rewatched this today, I watched like a short little documentary clip where they were talking about the making of it. Um, and Mary Warrenoff had said that they were in so many movies together and they always ended up being this like pairing. And they were like, well, why don't we just make our own movie? And that's what this turned into. Yeah. Yeah. And they're great because like in that movie, they're kind of, it's kind of like, the submissive and like the dominant in a way yeah. like and th you can kind of see that in this relationship too yeah yeah what I love about this movie is that the supporting characters are just as good as the main characters yeah everyone has very iconic lines even if they're brief Everyone. I love the the swinger in Furs. I think she's she's referred to as. She has a super high-pitched voice and she's asking them what they're into and Paul is like, great Danes. <laughs> and she's like, oh honey, they're into doggies. I think that's the same. I forget her, but she's a noted character actress. I think she's also in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. She plays like the secretary. Ah, it's been ages since I've... But she, she's one of those, like, especially in the 70s and 80s, you know, one of those character people. Yeah, yeah. Doris the Dominatrix is also a great character. They, <laughs> she's like, so understanding. Yeah, when they're trying to... So the premise, they are trying to raise money for, um, for their restaurant. It's a restaurant that they've been wanting to open as a couple for, for a long time. Um... And they find that when they accidentally kill a swinger or two, uh, they find out that they always have a lot of money on them. So they're like, oh, we can, you know, put an ad in the paper and lure all these swingers to us. And then they kill them with their frying pan. Um, so Doris the Dominatrix is someone that they meet at a, a swingers party that's like in their building. Paul happens to, to end up there on accident. And um, 
they get her card. So they call Doris and ask her for like, hey, what, you know, what do we have to do to get into this scene? And she kind of guides them. <laughs> She's like the entry into this world. Yeah. I also love how Paul and Mary Bland are, uh, they're too posh for their reality. Like, they act like they have so much money and are so high class and like, oh, we're above, we're above sex, we're above these, like, freaks that live in our building. Um, but they are struggling to pay their bills, their credit card got canceled, they're, like, trying to come up with a huge amount of money to, to buy a house and buy a building for a restaurant. And they just Which, can't, they don't have it. It's like, why do they even want to open a restaurant? Maybe they're like, this will, like, solve all our problems. You know, this is what we need. Yeah. Maybe it's just, like, the logical conclusion, because she's, like, a nutritionist, and he's some kind of, like, wine connoisseur. Yeah. I get the the sense that there's, I mean, they're always having, like, friends over for dinner parties. Hmm. So I, I get the sense that, like, her hospital job and, and his job at the liquor store is, like, just to pay for their lavish lifestyle. Lavish. Yeah. Quote Beyond their means, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right. And it has it a front. No, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go. Go, go, go. No, you go. You go. <laughs> no. I was just going to say the frying pan thing. Yeah. Um, is a frying pan ever been more prevalent in a movie other than Tangled? in this <laughs> like you know <laughs> i yeah i don't think so every, that frying pan just the one sound hit. is the same every <laughs> time it hits <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's also hilarious there's one of my favorite lines comes uh out of that that um motif can you buy another frying pan i'm a little squeamish about cooking in the one we used to kill people <laughs> yeah and they're, they're so nonchalant, even when they kill, like, the first guy accidentally, it's just, like, they have to, like, throw him down the garbage chute or whatever, and they're just, like, talking, you know? Yeah. It, it's no biggie. Yeah, a lot of things in this play off, like, a fucked up episode of I Love Lucy. Like, the transitions with a little circle that go, like, fade in and out. Um, mm -hmm. The music the design of a lot of the like sets comes across that way they're like outfits the way that they the way that they um enunciate their lines yeah and there's just like some really corny like cornball kind of scenes especially when uh <laughs> Raul, i guess who we didn't really talk about yet but he tries to like <laughs> kill um What's his name again? Paul. Paul, yeah. Yeah, he tries to kill Paul. And then he, like, drives around the car again as, like, an intimidation kind of thing. It's so stupid. He, like... Yeah. <laughs> he, like, looks him dead in the eyes. Like, <laughs> and he's wearing that mask. Yeah, which doesn't really hide anything. He's like, no, no it's him. <laughs> he has that piercing stare, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> My favorite funny moment is, and there's so many great lines, but um, at the swingers party, 
whenever everyone gets into the hot tub. And what is it that Paul throws into the hot tub? The heater. <laughs> yeah, it's the heater. And then everyone dies in like a second. And it's just, it like cuts away. It's so fucking funny. I like, I laughed so hard. I, so hard. I know that I laughed the first time I saw it, but I forgot about it this time and was like dying. There's like sardines. Yeah, they just, the way that they like flop over onto each other and everyone's naked, like. Yeah, it's a nasty job pulling everybody (laughs) out of that. (laughs) Oh, But they were very efficient, like after the fact, they're like, okay, we got to get this guy and we got to get the cars out of here. And like, yeah, I mean, can't knock them for that. They know what they're doing. Yeah. And I guess we can talk about Raul. Yeah, so Raul, um, they find him through a a flyer that's left on their car. um, And his business is replacing locks in people's homes. So he replaces their locks. He's like, no one is going to get into your house. But then he, he's the one who's supposed to get into their house. So he keeps a a backup key for himself, lets himself in, tries to steal uh, Paul's prized wine collection among other valuables and um they he also finds like a dead body in the process one of the swingers that they killed so they both have like some kind of leverage on one another so he joins in and um gets a cut of their their money their profit um with the promise that he'll get rid of the dead bodies pretty fair yeah pretty fair but then there's chemistry. There is that... chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Raul, um, Paul is away. He goes to, what, he goes to the store or something to get food. They think that their swinger for the night isn't going to show up because he's late. But he does show up after Paul leaves and tries to rape Mary. So, um, Raul comes in and kills him, and then they have sex, and then start this whole thing together. And just, like, his intensity, that actor, I don't know, he's got he's something. He's super cool. Yeah. Uh, Robert Beltran. Yeah, he's great. There was something else that I, um, oh, he was in Star Trek Voyager. Um, but he was also in that little documentary thing that I watched earlier, and he had said that, excuse me, yeah, he was in that little documentary that I watched earlier, and he said that George C. Scott was, uh, his role in Dr. Strangelove and his, like, obsession in the course of that film was a major influence for Raul. Um, because it taught him to not, not force the jokes, like, the, the humor would be there. He just had to commit to being, maintaining that intensity throughout the whole thing. So I thought that was interesting. He also said that, uh, he was really, he was really young whenever he took this on and didn't have a lot of experience, but he had friends who were Latino actors in Hollywood, and they, um, they got 
stereotyped and typecasted in almost all of the movies that they were in. And he said he felt really lucky to have this role um, because of the comedy of it. And it wasn't necessarily self-deprecating. Um, he said, quote, everyone looked bad in eating Raul. <laughs> That's kind of the point, I guess, you know? Yeah, yeah. And how will we, like, classify this movie? Like, art house Or, like, um... Yeah. I would say, I mean, it's definitely, like, an independent black comedy, probably. Like a dark yeah. Movie. Yeah. I just thought it was cool it was on the Criterion, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I found it, actually. It was on the channel. Mm -hmm. But I had seen, like, the cover art for it at the, like, Barnes & Noble sales and stuff and have been curious about it until I, I watched it last year. For the first mm -hmm. time. Yeah, and they kind of spoil, like, the title, or, like, or the, the ending with the title. Yeah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> you know, spoilers, but... <laughs> it's such a great... Uh, just a, what's the word for it? It's cheeky. It's such a mm -hmm. cheeky reveal. Because yeah. their dinner guest is like, oh, this is great. Tastes so good. Is it French? No, it's Spanish, actually. <laughs> it's so, really tender. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's tender. <laughs> and that look, she's like, yes, it is. It's tender. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, another fun little thing that I found in that um, documentary, uh, Mary uh, Waranov and Robert Blackburn, who is the co-writer, uh, fought for Robert Beltran to be hired. And Mary had said, I'm kind of bizarre, but Robert was dripping in sex. <laughs> to your point. Yeah, I agree with that. Dripping in sex. All right, how many frying pans would you give this? Oh, ooh. Uh, I would say seven. seven. Solid seven. Okay. I'm going to give it an eight. Most of the points are for that fucking hot tub scene. <laughs> I can just see you dying. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, snorted. I was, yeah. I was in a state of mind for that. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to to talk about it in a lot of detail because I feel like every line is hilarious. Oh, like the quotes? Yeah. Yeah. Well, a quote that stood out to me um, <laughs> when he's like, nobody can say we don't earn this money. Yeah. <laughs> it's work. It's work. Yeah, right. He was a man, honey. Now he's just a bag of garbage. It's like a trash bag on the floor with, like, feet sticking out. That's what happens to us all in the end. Yeah, right. Don't want to get too dark, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. All right, some recommendations. Um, 
Rock and Roll High School because Paul and Mary are both in it. Rock and Roll High School is a lot of fun and I have to revisit that one. It's on Tubi. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Um, and then I haven't seen this one, but Death Race 2000. And this actually goes back to one of our earlier episodes, um, Call of the Damned, um, because Robert Tom wrote Death Race 2000 and directed Call of the Damned. Oh. Um, there's a connection there that I had not realized. Huh. But Death Race 2000 sounds absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um, those are yeah. the only two that I have, so. Yeah, you took my recommendation. I, w I was just going to say Rock and Roll High School. I couldn't uh, really think of anything else, but yeah, those are solid choices. Yeah. What have you been watching lately? Um, a couple days ago, I watched uh, Cyrus. It's a movie, it's on Hulu, directed by the Duplass brothers. Um, and I like them and stuff you know, Mark Duplass and stuff. Mm -hmm. And this has John T. Riley, our subject from last week, mm -hmm. and Jonah Hill, Marissa Tomei. He, he falls, John T. Riley's character is kind of like this loser, and he falls in love with Marissa Tomei, but Jonah Hill plays her, like, aggressively attached son who tries to interfere with their relationship. Uh -huh. I think it's a solid, like, indie kind of watch. Cool. And then I just watched Inside, the new Bo Burnham Netflix special. Okay, so there is a French slasher film called Inside where this woman hunts a, a pregnant woman and tries to take her baby. And it's also called Inside. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, I can't fucking believe that you watched that. It has to be something else. Yeah, I wouldn't watch that. Um, I was like, turn a new leaf, because that's wild. <laughs> have you seen Bo Burnham's specials before? Yeah, I have. Okay, this is a must-watch, because it's like, he filmed it all by himself, like, during quarantine, and he's, like, you know, singing songs and doing skits like he always does, and it's just very much needed. Sweet. All right, well... <laughs> I didn't watch too much this week. Um, I've been falling asleep during everything. So <laughs> this one is a 20 minute short film by Les Blank who does some awesome shorts, or not shorts, but documentary films. Um, he did Garlic is as good as 10 Mothers about the California Garlic Festival. He did a documentary on uh, women with gaps in their teeth. He did, he did a documentary about Leon Russell, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Um, he's really cool. But this one is called Werner Herzog Eats His Shoe, and it is about Werner Herzog eating his shoe. <laughs> he, um, Herzog lost a bet with his assistant saying like, I doubt you're ever going to be able to help me finish this movie. And then they did finish the movie. So he, uh, he had to eat a shoe. They, um, cooked it in stock with garlic and other spices for five hours. And then he ate it at a premiere of the movie. Oh my God. 
Wow. Only yeah. Werner Herzog. <laughs> yeah, I I know. I, I found it because I was actually searching for Eating Raul, and then it came, oh. and I was like, well, fuck that. I'm going to watch this first. Yeah. <laughs> um, but is it, like, short? Like, how long can this be? It was, like, 20 minutes. I was going to say, okay. It's also intercut with some clips from, like, his other films, and it, it ends up being pretty interesting. Yeah. It's a cool short. Yeah. Which eating a shoe can be. Yeah. He did not eat the sole of the shoe, um, because he said you don't eat the bones in the chicken, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sense. Nice metaphor. I also started watching Female Trouble, the John Waters movie from 1974, I think. And it's um, exactly what you would expect from a John Waters movie in the 70s. <laughs> so, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Wow. I guess we're on to reveal my pick for next week. Yeah, this is a quick episode. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Sorry about that. I don't know if that's, you know. I mean, it's fine. We're, yeah, we never set a standard, really, for that. No. We're no. all over the place. So yeah. It'll be fine. Well, for next week's episode, I'm just going to recommend a movie I've mentioned on the pod before, I think. Okay. But it's time for little Kevin Klein. Uh, that rhymed without me meaning to do that. Yes. But <laughs> Dave is on HBO Max now. Okay. So that's my pick. From cool. 1993, the Ivan Reitman kind of political comedy about a body double situation gone wrong. Okay. Yeah, very 90s. Done. All right. Um, and you said HBO Max, right? Yep. Okay. I think Tubi as well. Okay, cool. All right. Thank you for listening. As we talk about eating Raul, you can find it on the Criterion channel and uh, HBO Max. Um, and tune in next week for Dave, Raul. also on HBO Max. And is it a thriller? Is it a romance? This was very wrong. Is it a tragedy? Excuse me, may I sit down? Yeah. Is it a comedy? Yes, but not the type you're used to. Eating Raul.